0: Ruth chapter 1 from verse 16 to 18 and I'm reading the easy-to-read version But Ruth said don't force me to leave you don't force me to go back to my own people let me go with you wherever you go I will go wherever you sleep I will sleep your people will be my people your God will be my God where you die I will die and that is where I will be buried. I ask the Lord to punish me if I don't keep this promise. Only death will separate us. Naomi saw that Ruth wanted very much to go with her so Naomi stopped arguing with her. Bible before breakfast. Mildred Kingsley going for him. We're still talking about what is it costing you and the whole of last week we talked about some men who had to sacrifice certain things to follow God and to live the life that God had called them to live and this week I just thought why not do a female version so I started looking into the Bible to see some women who made up their minds to serve God and to fulfill destiny irrespective of the price they had to pay to do it now let's start with Ruth and i'm probably going to follow the sequence in the bible Ruth's story opens up with another character actually whose name is Naomi so Naomi and her husband Elimelech were in the land of Israel at the time where there was a famine and so they Thoughts to go out move out and look for greener pastures possibly the way a lot of people leave Nigeria to go to Canada or leave Egypt to go to America or whatever you know they just moved location because things just seemed hard and they moved into a land a country named Moab and when they got there Naomi had two sons who were named Malon and Killian and these two boys got married to women from Moab. One of them was named Opa and the other was named Druze. Now they lived in Moab for about 10 years and then Elimelech died and also Marlon and Kelon also died. So Naomi was left alone without husband, without her two sons and the two women that her sons married didn't have any children. So while Naomi was still there mourning her husband and her children, she heard that the Lord had turned around captivity of her people (laughs) so she heard that god had helped her people and that food was being given to them in judah so she decided to go back home and so while she decided to go her daughters-in-law decided to go with her as well however i don't think that it was particularly a pleasing idea to her she left her country to moab and her husband and her children died in moab in fact she she went full but left empty she lost everything she had in moab and so she just wanted to leave it all behind and just go back to her country and go back to her land but these two women wanted to follow her and I think that it must have been hard for her because there would be a constant reminder of the things she had lost she just wanted to go back home and start afresh and so she prayed with them and kissed them and said go back to your own mothers you have been kind to me my sons are dead so please just go back home but they wanted to follow her she prayed that the lord would bless them they'll find good husbands and she kissed them and said please go back home and both of them started crying in fact all of them were crying it must have been a a very emotional moment but everybody was crying and daughters were like no we want to follow you and she was crying no go back to your parents they said no we want to follow you and she said to them even if I have children now would you wait it doesn't make any sense I'm too old to have a new husband and even if I got married again would I have a child today and if I had a child today would you wait until they grow up to become men to marry you and how are you even sure I'm going to have two sons you know she just made a very logical argument and she said so please just go back you know I'm already very sad the Lord has done many 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 things to me so I can't deal with this so please be going back go back to your parents and they cried again and then opa thought better of it and decided you see this woman is making sense let me just go back to my mother and to my people to what i'm comfortable with so opa went back she kissed naomi goodbye and left But ruth held on to her ruth hugged her and held on to her and said i'm not going back no one said look your sister-in-law has gone back naomi said go back to your own people and to your own gods i think you should follow opa your sister-in-law but Naomi began to beg her. and said please don't force me to leave you don't force me to go back to my own people let me go with you I believe that this must have been a huge sacrifice for her and you know for a long time I thought this scripture every time I heard it that your people will be my people your God will be my God where you die is where I will die where you are buried die. I, I always thought it was between husband and wife maybe because it was always said at marriage bands or married vows i always heard people say those things to the people they loved you know to my husband or to my wife this my god will be your god until many years ago when god asked me to look for this scripture yourself and this is why i always say read the bible for yourself some of the things you're going about in your head with are really not as it really is in the bible And so she begged her mother-in-law not to send her back. She said, please let me go with you. Don't force me to leave you. And I'm not sure, but I think it must have been a very difficult journey for both of them because Naomi was miserable. She wasn't the bubbly, happy woman that everybody knew. In fact, I believe that she must have been a very happy person when she left Bethlehem to go to Moab because when they got to the town of Bethlehem the bible says that when they entered all the people were very excited and they were like isn't this Naomi isn't this Naomi they were so excited to see her they were so happy so obviously she must have had many friends she must have had people who loved her but she ran at the time when things were bad in their country and so of course they were excited to have her back but Naomi said something she said don't call me Naomi call me Mara she said, because God has made my life very sad. And so she said to them, don't call me Naomi. Don't, don't, don't call me what you've always known me. I'm not the same person. I'm now a miserable person. And the name Mara means bitter or sadness. So she said, don't call me happy. The Lord has made me sad. So why would you call me happy? She said, because he has given me much trouble. So I think the woman must have been, it must have been a terrible journey walking back with her. She must have had moments where she was depressed, she wasn't talking, she wasn't, she, she must have been really miserable and mean. I think she must have been mean. But Naomi was insistent. Naomi said, no matter what difficulties I face following you, I will follow you. And you know, it's interesting because a lot of times when we are faced with difficult situations we can easily turn back on the vows we've made to God or we turn back on the assignment God has given us but this girl said no matter how bad it is I will follow you she said in fact let God himself punish me if I go back on this vow let God do terrible things to me if anything both death separates us because you must understand that at the time they were all widows and widows were taken care of by their family and at this time Naomi had lost both husband and children so she had no one to take care of her and she was too old to work. So if Ruth had gone back her life may have been very hard but Ruth decided to stay with her and while she was with her she would go out in the morning to work on the fields and take care at, in the evening take care of her mother-in-law. And the truth is she had no reason to stay there was nothing that Naomi was going to do for her nothing she couldn't give her a husband she couldn't provide for her she was literally like Abraham she left She showed the same kind of faith that Abraham showed. She left her family. She left what she was familiar with. She left her gods behind and she followed a God who she did not know. A God who had been passed down to her through marriage. She left everything behind and followed this true God. You know, one of the things that I I learned from Ruth's life is the fact that as Christians, We must learn to stay true even in difficult situations. We must learn to push past the pain and stay faithful. Second thing I learned from her is what it means to be patient, to be devoted and to be loyal. Even when there was no sign that anything good could come out of following Naomi, she kept following her. The third thing I learned from her is how to serve under a flawed leader. Naomi definitely mustn't have been a very pleasant person to be around imagine coming back home and everyone say yeah Naomi's here oh my god oh my god Naomi's here. and she says please 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 please, don't call me that call me mara why will you call me happy when the lord has made me sad like at least pretend to be happy to see those of us who you left behind and then people are excited to greet you there's so much enthusiasm there's so much joy in the in the air and you just deflate everyone's spirit by just saying don't call me that must have been a terrible journey. But she stayed true, serving under a flawed leader. She wasn't expecting Naomi to be be perfect. She wasn't expecting Naomi to be the source of her own joy because she understood that Naomi too had things she was dealing with. How many times have we judged those above us so harshly? How many times have we judged our leaders, our pastors, our bosses in the office? We have said nasty and mean things about them and possibly only stayed because we have a salary we're earning or some set of notoriety that the person is giving us by being with them. But this woman stayed true even in difficult situations. She served under such a flawed leader. She was patient, she was devoted, she was loyal and she shows service even when you're unsure of a reward. This was definitely a woman who understood that Serving and following God will cost you something. She left behind her family, her friends, her God and her country. She left behind everything she was familiar with just to follow someone she wasn't sure would give her a reward. Interestingly, the Bible says that at the end she received a full reward for her loyalty because she married Boaz and not only that, she became a part of jesus lineage she gave it to king david's grandfather just because she decided to pay the price of following a flawed leader a woman in a bitter circumstance and staying true in difficult situations one of the things that this woman makes me ask myself all the time is can i be this devoted Can I be this devoted to the assignment? Am I willing to pay whatever price it takes? She said, my God will be your God. Your people, my people. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you sleep, I will sleep. She was like, whatever it takes, I will serve him. When it comes to serving Jesus, we really do need to be like Ruth. And say the same things that she said. That may God deal with me harshly. If anything, but death separates me from loving Jesus. Listen, this morning, really check your heart. Are you serving God with all of your heart? Are you serving faithfully the people he has assigned you to serve? Are you doing this assignment saying to yourself, whatever it takes, I will pay the price. And trust me, if you do this, there's a full reward awaiting you. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Gongwa.